The following program may contain strong language and language not suitable for children. Viewer discretion is advised. How's it going, gang? And welcome back to the That's the Bit podcast with the two biggest apes this side of the River Nile, Centarian Gears. What's going on, man? Not too much. I'm kind of just chilling, living my life yeah. right now. Tired, dude. I hear that, brother. Fuck me. <laughs> Anyways, what's the plan today? What's the plan today? Oh, nostalgia. We were talking a little bit about that yesterday, but... Are we going to get those member berries going? Oh, member I remember. I remember when they used to put growth hormones in the milk. I remember that. And now look at us. Uh, big monkey. Yeah, look, yeah big monkey. <laughs> oh, I'm a gigantic fucking so, hairy ape. So, so we're going to talk about nostalgia. I'm going to throw it out there. I want to get it out there and done. World of Warcraft, obviously, is going to be one for us. Oh, yeah. My thing with it is music around it. I have a soundtrack or a CD that I listen to that, like, I listen to. It hits. It reminds me of an expansion. And that's it. I don't want to go oh. into it too much because, you know, we're trying to not talk about it as much today. Just so that it's not the only thing we talk about. I mean... I wasn't going to, but you did bring up WoW music. Um, I think the only thing I think is worth mentioning, just to piggyback off of you, is like my like nostalgic WoW thing is like the vanilla WoW Teldrassil uh, ambience. Yeah, yeah, not the music so much, but just the ambience, like that that doo 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 doo, yeah. like that like that airy kind of sound. See what I meant was oh, like, I love that shit. I listen to a lot of a lot more music. I listen to music now, but I listen to a lot more music when I was younger, like every teenager does. Yeah, of course. And like Vanilla Wow was like Green Day's American Idiot. Listen to that all the time. That's what I mean. There are literal CDs that I listen to, like even for Shadowlands, I have one where uh, it's Joji, all of his stuff. My man, his nectar, yes. his nectar album, like that. I love that man. List because I was like, dark zone, chill music, works yeah. together. But um, there are definite definite zones in in music, like uh, the ICC. When you go in there and you listen to that music, that's that's a thing. Oh, but yeah. let's not go too deep into this rabbit hole. Let's go into a different topic, not to like hard pivot, but also to because you know. Well, we I mean, because like we're gonna, we're inevitably gonna beat WoW like to death. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't wanna I don't wanna just open up with that all the time. But yeah, yeah. I mean that's why nostalgia is kind of a really broad thing, right? And it's it touches on a lot of different shit. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, fuck. I was actually funny enough. Like I, I forgot that we were gonna be talking about nostalgia today. And like when I was on Discord with a couple of my buddies earlier playing Monster Hunter, we were talking about all kinds of nostalgic shit, like how we got into Monster Hunter and all that other stuff. And um. Dude, yeah, it's it's incredibly prevalent in a bunch of different stuff. It's almost nuts. Like I, I never, I don't, I never, I don't actively think about it all that often. But like when we, if you sit down and really kind of put pen to paper on it, like yeah, dude, nostalgia kind of affects a lot of different shit. Yeah, oh, um, I to to kind of get this question out there, I thought about this yesterday, um, last night, laying in bed yeah. at four a.m. because sometimes I have sleep problems. Lamal, same. Um. What at what point does something become a nostalgic thing to you? You know what I mean? Ooh. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Um, like, is it I an age like thing? Is it an age thing? Like, once it hits like ten nah. years, or is it a like you haven't done it in a while thing? So when you do it and it hits, you're like, oh, I remember why I love this. 
right? So I don't know how big brain the, you want to get it the, on this, Or is it right? the memory Cause... that you have around it? Well, so here's the thing, right? So like, and I'm I'm sure I, I'm, there's a lot of people that have experienced this, and I don't know if you have, but there you can be, you can f- have fe- feelings and experiences of nostalgia for things that you haven't personally experienced, and content that you haven't directly um, consumed. Uh, the biggest kind of like point the finger at this is uh, like lo-fi music. Um, lo-fi is it's like its sound profile is inherently intended to come across as nostalgic. Because it sounds kind of old timey. Uh, well, I, mean, I think old timey is the wrong way of putting it, but it sounds like, you know, of a previous generation. It sounds, you know, low fidelity, but it's not as simple or, you know, as, uh, I guess, it doesn't bear the kind of same kind of musical footprint that mm-hmm. stuff of that generation does. But because of that, you know, air quotes, low fidelity sound kind of like footprint, it does evoke that kind of nostalgic feeling yeah and so like i felt nostalgia for a ton of songs in that in like the huge lo-fi umbrella that i have no idea what they're sampled from you know and or anything like that but they evoke that sense of nostalgia i mean ghibli films are incredibly nostalgic to me and i didn't grow up with them i watched them like late in high school going into college see but but that you know was a while ago in some sorts, right? But also, yeah, I mean, it's like ten years for me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, there were events that occurred that made it like memorable, right? Like kind of going into that um, anime esque situation. Um, even Galleon, right? That anime. Yeah. That was the outside of like Dragon Ball Z, like everyone else, because in America, that's what we had: Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and stuff like that. That's on right. Cartoon Network. Even Galleon was the anime my cousin showed me when I was like 11, 10, 12, 13, whatever it was. Sitting at my grandmother's house with him because he was older. And he was like, you want to watch something pretty cool? I was like, yeah, sure. And we watch it. And like the second that Domu Koku, like the freaking theme song comes on, it hits of like, oh my God. I remember sitting in that my grandmother's Wait, house. Wait, when you say Galleon, are you talking about Evangelion? Yeah. It, it, like yeah. Neon Genesis yeah, yeah, Evangelion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I was like, Galley, I'm looking it up yeah. and like nothing's coming up. I'm what the fuck yeah, is he yeah. talking about? <laughs> it's the, it's just the way I pronounce it, sorry. But um No, got you. But yeah, so I think, you know, I wa that theme song comes on and I'm like, oh my god, I remember sitting at my grandmother's house with my cousins, not just my cousin, my cousins watching endless episodes, watching you know, this whiny main character still get everything that like is cool and whatever, but he's just, you know, my dad hates me type situation. That's besides the point. It just kicks that like brain in. Right. And I just think it's interesting that I don't know. And I, I tried watching it now and it just, it's not the same. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. As much. It's so hard to get through. Yeah. I mean, if we, I just, cause like, not not to not to go super hard on like you know anime uh you know d- dissection but like Ava's original TV run has not fucking aged well in my opinion unpopular mm-hmm. opinion I know but like if you want to watch something that's that's Evangelion and really good watch the rebuilds dude they're so good the production value is way better I haven't seen the that the creator yeah. has gone on record he's like this he's like he because he the creator went on record he's like this is what I wanted. Ava to be like because that show has like a crazy uh uh development history like <clears throat> when it was still on the on the production floor like it's so like the the story if you ever want to watch like give yourself 45 minutes to watch like a like a mini doc of how that show was produced it is 
fucking nuts all the shit that was going through like the crazy mental health issues he was experiencing during that like the the, the turmoil in his life during that it's nuts and a lot of it is like representative in the show like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna break it down too much because there's people that have already done that way better than i could in a short period of time but tldr it's really good and a lot of what he's ex what he was experiencing in you know, in real time during production and like before in his life comes out in a lot of literal and symbolic ways in the show and it's really good and like the the tv run doesn't capture it anywhere near as well as the rebuilds do and the rebuilds just look better they have the benefit of being developed years later with better yeah. animation techniques they just look fucking fantastic the music's better uh the ending isn't stupid <laughs> the, en the endings the endings uh well because like the fucking ending to the tv show is ass like congratulations shut up <laughs> this suck what a fucking what a throw off so the rebuilds are way way better uh and the movies are really good it's it's evangelion has definitely had the benefit of being able to go back to it and like watching them redo it the way they wanted it to do it is so sick yeah um going off of that oh, anime <laughs> it, it's funny there's a song because you remember I don't know. I'm sure they do it nowadays. Uh, where they, you'll make music, you'll grab music and songs and animate or in like edit animes around it. Uh, what, yeah, what AMV, it? Yeah. yeah, AOV. Anime music video, yeah. yes, sir. And uh, I remember the song Chop Suey. I think it was Chop Suey. The Angels Deserve to Die. That song, someone oh, grabbed yeah. bits from that anime and like spliced it together. I was like, this is so cool. Cause like you know they're angels and everything else. I was like, they're so good. And then there was another one for um, Death Note, which is another like anime that just hits nostalgia for me. But yeah, uh, Death Note with a, a song from In the Shadows by the Rasmus. They they animated they edited the two together and it just it fits so perfectly. Um, but yeah, that so it so, songs a lot have some nostalgic things where like it'll hit and remind me of something very quickly um i don't know if you have the same like feeling about certain songs i mean fucking if we want to talk if we're talking about amvs dude like i think a big one the 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 amv that got me in a slipknot was that like age old naruto versus sasuke at the valley of the end for when like during like the the initial like tv run the little the, the kid arc yeah uh, and it's a, it's, it's not over Sasuke, but it's like, it's like played to, uh, Slipknot's before I forget. And it's so sick. Like I still, I still look that up on YouTube to sometimes watch it. And like, it hasn't aged spectacularly well. Cause it's obviously a product of its time, but like, holy shit. Like my, my, I get like goosebumps on my fucking arms. And I, like, I, I remember being a little kid sitting at my dad's computer, watching that video and being like, oh my God, dude, like fucking Naruto's so good i love the show man and like yeah. i remember like like practicing hand signs on my friends outside of like the portable buildings um at my middle school You're and like you know naruto running oh dude 100 we would like dude, we would like play nerd. fight oh fuck yeah dude i was always the biggest kid among my friends dude puberty hit early as fuck so i'm this like big you know gangly mongoloid with gigantic limbs and i'm just like doing these hand signs with my fat clunky fingers and like you know play fighting with my friends and it's You're awesome dude it was Choji. so sick no hell no dude i was always <laughs> i always fucking role played as fat naruto every time that's great hell um, yeah dude you brought up something in there things that didn't age well right oh yeah this stuff there's that so many well. things <laughs> there's so many things that i think of that i watched Onision. that like 
Onision. Oh. I forgot he was a thing. I hate that yeah. person, dude. He's a scumbag, dude. Um, but like, oh my god. Obviously, we come, you know, almost being almost thirty each. YouTube was oh, a big influence of like, you know, media. It was a big consumption yeah. of media. The evolution of YouTube. You and I actually talked about it. How it's kind of crazy that like, obviously, we missed a little chunk of it. But we're the gener we're part of the generation. It's like we jumped from like the evolution of just video games and technology is so like oh, astronomical. Yeah, yeah, the text the tech that like yeah. I remember yeah, yeah, playing yeah. Super Mario at my grandmother's house with you know two D scroller, and now you're running around sliding and jumping and all this crazy stuff. But um, well, yeah, what's crazy and like just help me settle a bet, right? Like you, I think you're a little older than me because I'm, I'm turning 29 this month. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm like a year and a half. Yeah, so you're so like you and I probably grew up at the very tail end of like the SNES generation, mm -hmm. the Super Nintendo, right? And I, we were talking about this like, literally maybe like moments before we hit record, right? Like the only thing we missed in that like long kind of like fucking history of like video game development and just like the advancement of tech is we we missed the video game crash that's like we the only that. thing we missed we missed like the you know the atari that being a big console right but i i'm, I'm actually i think came, we benefit from that yeah we essentially came in we skipped out on like all the shovelware like the early garbage ware we essentially all the atari shit and yeah ET. we we came in around the time of the OG console war of like Sega and Nintendo. Yeah, before right. Sony even had a fucking leg in the race, dude. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Because yeah. I remember that, and then I remember the Dreamcast. Um, obviously the PlayStation when that came out, all those games. I remember the first game I saw my cousin play on a PlayStation was Metal Gear Solid, which was also a <laughs> Nintendo, which was also a Nintendo game. What MGS on Nintendo? There's a there's a Metal Gear Solid on Nintendo. You can look it up gonna, if you like. Doubt me. Metal Gear. It's pretty Solid crazy. Nintendo. Not not Nintendo. Come on now, dude. Not for the Switch. Okay, just keep no, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm gonna look. This. You're good. It came out in 1998. <laughs> oh no shit! Yeah, 90, uh, 87 actually yeah. was for the suit was for the Nintendo. Yeah, the NES. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's that's where Metal Gear started. Was actually a Nintendo. Oh, game. this. Dude, this looks surprisingly good for a fucking NES game. What? Yeah. Um. So, anyways. Wow. Um, it's oh, just kind of crazy to think box. about. But things that I remember watching, at least we'll go into YouTube. There's obviously TV shows and stuff yeah. as well. But like, oh, that's crazy. I brought it up. Apparently, you didn't watch it. But the whitest kids, you know, whoever oh, remembers them, fuck that. Ugh. Like, some of their stuff. <laughs> some of it's still like, okay, funny, right? Like the Abraham Lincoln one's still funny. But there's the one with the grape character. I'm not going to say the name of the character because it's close Jesus to a, 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 yeah. Where you're like, oh, like it, oh my God. And then there's, an, there's just so many of them where you're like, this is that cringe edge where you're like, this isn't okay. Kind of like um, Smosh, like old school Smosh where you're like, this is not yeah. good. The fact. You were, you were funny. What's super funny in that, like, talking about things that have an age vault, right? Like, I'm a huge proponent, and I know that this is increasingly unpopular, especially now. Like, uh, there's a huge divide. Like, in the, like, I, I, I don't want to make it sound like a, like a big brain thing, because it's not. But, like, I don't know how else to refer to it. But, like, the, uh, like, the social, you know, the, the social consciousness, you know? That kind of, like, that group think that predominates on social media. So, like, stuff like Pink Guy and Filthy Frank would never, ever 
could never exist in the current social landscape ever right yeah. and i love i love that shit i love all that edgy humor and all that like super inappropriate not like this would none of this would pass as like even remotely okay now like he'd get hashtag canceled immediately right but i love that shit i think filthy frank and all that content has aged extraordinarily well because the whole thing was like supposed to be beyond just being like stupid funny and nonsensical it was like this kind of like edgy meta commentary on how like the social landscape is like progressively becoming more and more you know oversensitive and blah 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 and all this other stuff right i'm not going to try to dive too deep into it um but like that was like kind of the, he was poking fun at the whole thing and like that a lot of people consider it like incredibly cringe they're like oh this is cringe this is all the suck hasn't aged well like ooh, yikes oof all this other shit Right, and that's one of the it, that's that's one of those pieces of content where I'm like, no. On the flip side, I think it's aged extraordinarily well. I think that besides the fact that it's it's old as shit by internet standards, uh, you know, I get nostalgic watching old Filthy Frank videos because I'm like, yeah. oh man, I remember I would come home, you know, from class, you know, or from college, and I I would like wa religiously watch his shit. I loved his content. I loved most of the music he made as Pink Guy. Not they weren't all bangers, but. Uh, you know, and I get nostalgic listening to some of that shit and watching some of those videos. I still, they, thank God they're still up. I still watch them. Yeah, they're... And, like... Someone who's in know. that same, like, vein, region, whatever, is uh, iDubbbz. He's someone that, like, his older content... Poor iDubbbz. His man. older content, like, <laughs> is still, like, whatever. Oh. But his new stuff, he, he, him as a person did not age well. Like no, he became he everything he he became, and you know people may you know, whatever whoever hears this may disagree. There's gonna be no, us. that's fine. Yeah, but, stand your ground on that. That's but fine. the whoever the person he became is the person he made fun of all the time. He would call yep. people like betas and shit, and then you know he him and Ethan, Ethan yeah, Klein. he yeah, he ends up in marrying paint whatever rainbow sparkle whatever her streamer i remember I, I don't know her name. she she was a she was a league of legends streamer that like right on she, so her story is she was a tata streamer right she had her her, oh, right her tits hang out and then that whole like movement of i no longer want to be a tit streamer i want to be known for like my content she went from sure. getting like 5000 viewers a stream to like 200 the second she put a shirt on yeah and, i mean that's that's yeah, yeah. unfortunately how it goes sometimes and yeah. she was like I want money, so she ended up becoming a tit streamer again for a little bit, and now she has an yeah. on, she has an OnlyFans now. Hey, um, uh, I know throwback. Uh, <laughs> so, so um, oh, you know, it, it's just sad. It's just interesting to see how like he went from this dude who made fun of these type of people to kind of becoming these people. And I've watched some of his videos defending himself, saying like, "Well, I'm still that person. Just now, I realized I don't care if people give my my girlfriend or wife money for paying to see her boobs. Like, you guys are oh, the that idiots." That whole thing where people were calling yeah. him a cuck. I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> and I'm not here to shame people. I'm. <laughs> I'm not here to shame people who make their money that way. Like if you, if you want to make your money that way, more power to you. Good for you. Don't give oh a fuck, right? God, like, good for you. Oh. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your money. Get those people who are so desperate to give the money oh for it. God. I've never done it because I don't care enough to. But oh. if you want to, do it. Um, 
Hey man, look, sex yeah. sells, bro. I've never, I've always oh, been I'm really a big, big proponent like, for yeah, it. I I'm love a it. Big proponent, bro. Hundred like, percent. Make I, your I, money. Dude, some of my closest, uh, well, I mean, maybe not closest friends, but like, I have, I have some very close friends who all work in that industry, and they're like, they're they're some of the coolest people I know, dude. They're funny yeah. as shit. And I, 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 I you know, make your money. I don't care, but that's yeah, besides dude, the point. Do your thing, bro. That, like that's. I just think it's funny that like, like I, th I think you kind of said it perfectly. Him and like Ethan Klein, uh, definitely became. You know, not to, I mean, yeah, for the sake of making it sound a little bit more dramatic, like, you know, you became what you swore to, to fight against, you know what I mean? You came, you became the thing you hated. Yeah. Um, and that's super funny, right? Because it's just like, iDubs especially, like, and not to, to play devil's advocate, because I feel like it should, so one of us should, just for the sake of fairness, right? I'm not saying that people can't grow up and change their opinions and views and like, you know, iDubs doesn't have to be this edgy anti-commentary yeah, commentary. But then to pretend forever. to still be that edgy... Yeah, like, <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it too, bro. Like, you can grow, you know what I mean? But, like, the minute you go from picking a side of the fence to sitting on it, you end up like Boogie2988, right? Where it's just like, you know, people throwback, can't fucking... Dude. Yeah, bro. People can't stand, myself included, people can't stand Boogie because he's always been, like, a massive fucking fence sitter and just kind of, like, looking at both sides of shit and never really having a stance. And I'm like, I didn't really give a shit too much about it back then. My issues started coming up with him when it was just, like, he kind of, like, you know poke fun of or like critique shit that you know he would espouse as being like negative or harmful or whatever and then not really do anything about it or contribute to that conversation in a meaningful way just kind of like pointing out shit that people already knew yeah. and mind you this is towards the end of his like popularity trade this is before he spiraled into like whatever the fuck he's doing <laughs> i'm gonna look it up oh dude it's not pretty like i mean good. i'm happy that he's lost a ton of weight and he's been really committed to his health but dude, ooh, fuck that. Like his character has definitely not evolved in a very healthy way for him. Poor guy. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's shit like that where it's like items like, you know, he he very clearly had a lot to say about kind of being like an anti an anti-meta commentary, social commentary guy back then. And I loved all that content, right? And I think it's cool for people to grow. Like Joji Joji, aka Filthy Frank, he had that whole arc, right? Where, you know, he had his health issues became a prominent thing. He announced to his fan base, hey, look, I can't I can't keep doing the Filthy Frank Pink Eye videos well, I, anymore. I think it's funny that he was like, I can't do these videos because I would make fun of people who had these things. And then ironically, I now have the thing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, now I also have a condition that gives me the seizures that I was making fun of. And if I keep do if I keep like doing the seizures, I'm gonna fucking freak out and I'm gonna die. So I can't do yeah. that. Um, and then people fucking flipped out. Like a lot of people, there was so there was so much overwhelmingly negative response to that on the onset that he took the video down. Like you have to look for re-uploads of it. It's so bad. But he took the video down and he just stayed in character forever until he eventually decided to you know make the transition to making um, like commercialized music as a as opposed to being like a freelance artist or whatever, like an independent artist. And doing all that other shit, and it's like, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that he still feels the same way, right? Like, nobody really knows except the people that he's close to, but I have no reason to think that he's changed his mind on some of his, like, more meta commentary from back then. Yeah. You know? And even then, even if he had, cool. Like, it's not like he's trying to pretend that he's not, you know, some type of guy or whatever. It's not the same thing that I did. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you look at it and it's like, yeah, dude, I was in, uh... <laughs> This other guy, and I can't believe I, I just said his name in it for Ethan Klein. Fuck that guy. Oh, I know you're not the biggest fan of him. I am not. I am not. I used to love Ethan and Ela's content, bro. And ever since they got that podcast and started doing all this shit, I'm just like, bro, you guys have changed. And I am not a fan of this new direction, bro. Power to you. I'm glad you're successful. I'm glad you guys are making it. 
um you know as someone that used to love their content i'm happy that they're doing well but like fuck this and fuck the shit that you've done since then you're an asshole and you know it and that's the best part and the worst part he knows it and he doesn't care and i'm like good bro i mean embrace your bit but goddamn, i am not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna support that shit yeah it's fair no shot um back on the um, nostalgia train yeah, yeah, we, we, we went way off i mean it's track. still on topic but off topic sure. right um what are some like <laughs> like i know it's kind of a hard pivot but i, I this is something that i've been thinking of no give me because what, what are some like what are some like foods that are nostalgic to you food oh fuck me uh easy one is the one that my grandma god rest her soul used to make for me as a kid Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go to her house. My, my parents would take me to her house after elementary school and she would make craft macaroni and cheese with mariguitas or plantain chips, homemade plantain chips. Um, and then she'd have like sliced banana uh, and chocolate milk, which is a fucking, that is like kidney stones waiting to happen. But at that age, as a young single digit, early double digit kid, you know, a kidney stone is going to be something that yeah. you're unlikely to have. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that and just like my body can consume. I could, I could eat literal sewage and like just pro- <laughs> just process it. Yeah. Like my I, kids are immune to fucking eight everything. They're like immune to radio radioactive like waste and shit. Um. So like we, my, my grandma would make this stuff for me, and I I remember sitting with a little like fold out table, and I'm trying. I'm like I'm like catching myself because I'm used to saying this shit in Spanish because she only spoke Spanish. So I'm like I'm trying to keep it. You can say it in Spanish, but also just add the little subtitles. Yeah, afterwards. yeah. Well, so like, so like my grandma would make me like mariquitas and macaroni and cheese and chocolate milk, and she'd ha- I'd be sitting on her on her bed with like a little mesita in front of me, the fold out table, and I'd be watching on this tiny ass TV, Toonami, and I'd be watching. Uh, I, I'll never forget it. In order, Hamtaro, Sailor Moon, and DBZ. Fucking Hamtaro, dude. Yeah, those oh are the shows that got me into anime as a kid. I was never big into Power Rangers. Still, I'm not. I don't really give a shit about Power Rangers. I was never into those like Sentai shows. I didn't give a shit about any of that crap. Um, so what got me into anime back then was Hamtaro, Sailor Moon, and DBZ in that order. That those were the bangers. I'd watch those every single fucking day after class. I'd go to my grandma's. You know, sometimes I'd leave my Nintendo 64 there, so I'd hook it up to the TV in my uncle's room who lived with her at the time, and I'd play DK 64, Yoshi Story, Super Mario 64, Paper Mario, Mario Party One and Two. Um, Mario Golf, which I had, I had, and I fucking love that to death. Uh, I had a bunch of 64 games, right? And I would just play Nintendo 64 and watch like Toonami and eat mac and cheese and, and, and mariquitas and shit with my grandma. And like that's super nostalgic. Like I still remember, like specifically, you know what I mean? And like, I, like <clears throat> I, my dad would pick me up in his old ass white pickup, and he'd take me to my grandma's house. I'd go up three flights of stairs, knock on the door. She'd let me in, and I'd sit in that living room with furniture that's got plastic all fucking over it because, of course, she she's an old Cuban woman. She had plastic on everything. And I'd sit there, and I'd be like, you know, oh, abuela, vete otro, like, you know, que quieren hacer? And she's like, you know, what are you doing? Hey, grandma, how are you? What's going on? Um, What do you want to do? And she's like, oh, I'm going to make some food. Are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, I'm starving. Um, you know, I'll go sit in a room, sit on, like, the foot of her bed. Are you hungry? Always. Oh, always. Feed me, Grandma. Oh, you know. Um, and so like I just I remember like vividly watching that, and like that's super nostalgic for me. Like because of that Yoshi story, despite the fact that I never beat it on N sixty four as a kid, I didn't beat it until I was like an adult and I revisited it like a thousand years later. Like I never beat that game, <clears throat> but I'd always play it, despite the fact that I had no idea what the fuck I was doing or how to play the game or what the point was. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't get it, right? I didn't know what the fuck Yoshi's Story was all about. 
and it confused the shit out of me. But I played it constantly, and I, I, I enjoyed myself for like a good hour and a half before I changed it to something else. Just because, like, it was just fun. And, like, thinking, even, like, sitting here right now, thinking back on the memory, it is vivid. It's it's almost, it's kind of, like, surprising to me how vividly I remember that shit. Like, down to, like, the you, details of, like, my uncle's room, my grandma's yeah. apartment. You know what's funny is everything. you, um... It's so crazy how much you, I remember that. You bring up, like, watching Hemtaro and all that other stuff, DBZ. And you, t- you the thing that sparked my brain was, um, you talked about the little TV. So I remember going to my grandparents' house after school because the school was right across the street from their house, walking in, and, like, I would get a little snack, nothing, like, like one of those oatmeal, like, cookies, the oatmeal cream cookies. I'd grab one of those and do not touch my grandfather's TV. That is his TV. So you'd have to go in the garage where they had a little tiny white TV that, like, you would turn on and it would go and like static for a second and then finally click on properly. And I just watched Dragon Ball Z playing with toys in the garage with a freaking 46 Ford truck behind me because he was, it was his restoration car and just sitting there going, I love Dragon Ball Z. And my grandma's sitting there with her little push, um, push vacuums that they have. Right. Just oh vacuuming up God, her yeah. her husky and her white uh white lab coming up <laughs> and me grabbing the like brush for the husky and cr- crushing cans and like this flood of imagery came into my head just because you mentioned that little TV and it's so crazy to me. Um, but the food that like is nostalgic for me is something like one of the things is something my uh, my grandmother rest her soul used to make. Um. Very rarely, it was like, you know, a special treat. Um, banana pudding, homemade banana pudding, where oh, she would God make a meringue yeah, and custard dude. and everything. Hell and it's yeah. probably one of my favorite desserts, and thankfully my mom uh, got the recipe and is teaching me how to make it because, you know, if I don't learn it, it'll go away once my mom. So oh, uh, it, it's something I remember. Um, my family, when we were younger... My mom, dad, aunt, uncle, grandmother went in together and got this like 80s houseboat in the early early to mid 2000s. It sounds like super extravagant, like oh, it's a houseboat. Um, it it was it was it was a it was a POS that we had to fix up. So you know what a houseboat is, right? I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just in case people don't, it's a it's a boat with a but with little like bunk beds and like a little kitchen, and it, it's pretty cool. Um, they didn't like, it wasn't too, too crazy for it. So they end up getting this thing. And I remember sitting there while the sun's going down, my grandmother coming out with her Southern accent being like, you want some banana pudding? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I love some banana pudding and just sitting there watching the sun go down stars coming up and just eating banana pudding, watching everyone like play in the water. Like there's a little fire. And I'm like, that's one of the, the memories I'll always have because of that food. It's what I think about every single time that thing's made, which it isn't made all the time because, you know, dessert, but still, it's one of those foods. That or rice-a-roni. Rice-a-roni is another one. When you're, when you're a poor, poor little family and you're trying to, like, make it through your lives and you have to end up just eating, like, rice-a-roni and ground beef or, like, uh, my family, the three meals that got recycled a lot was spaghetti, tacos, and... Um, Meatloaf, all the time, and because of that, it's like uh, 
<clears throat> They're definitely favorites, but it's I don't want them. I don't want them because <laughs> being a uh, you know a family that was two parents trying to make it and that's all they made. It's like please stop, for the love of God. Oh man, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have anything in that same kind of ballpark of like oh maybe I wouldn't uh <laughs> maybe I wouldn't go back and eat it, but. Mine's oh tacos. Like, legitimately, it's the reason I'm not the biggest fan of tacos. Really? Is be because one of the ones that, like, I ate it so much because it's one of my dad's favorite things. And it wasn't just ground beef tacos. It was, you know, yeah. all the other stuff, too. My mom did a lot of different things. But my dad loves tacos. And it came to the point where he ate it so much that I was like, I can't eat this anymore. Jesus. Like, it's, when someone goes, let's get tacos, I'm like, oh, yay, tacos. I'm so excited. <laughs> But yeah, um, I don't think I, yeah, I definitely don't think I have anything like that. But I mean, I have a ton of nostalgic meals. Like most of them are from one of the two of my grandmothers. It's always the grandmother. My grandmother made, my grandmother on one side made some stuff, and, but she's not the best cook. I love her to death, but she, she's. Oh. Uh, shit. Sorry. Cause my, I had like a fucking Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Uh, so a nostalgic meal that I still love and I, I still, I cook it in my own apartment to this day, bro. My dad's beef stroganoff. Oh, um, beef stroganoff. So, dog. Mm. Oh, my fucking God, dude. It's so good, bro. So it's I, so I actually um, at one point was oh. dating someone who was Russian. And she was like, I love Where? stroganoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Russian and Estonian. <laughs> she sick. was, I love stroganoff. And we made the one that my grandmother would make. And she goes, why is it white? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Because <clears throat> so, so like. What is your beef stroganoff a brown gravy or a white gravy? White gravy. Yeah, so the white gravy adds sour cream. She's never yeah. added sour cream to it. She tried it and she goes, oh, "This shit, is really? delicious." Yeah, she's never had it. I'm not saying it's not a, a thing that's you know she that's other people have had in her area, but well, she's I mean, never yeah, had I'm it. I'm sure it's a variant. Right? Yeah. It's another thing like she's she never had sourdough bread. We were the first person to ever give her sourdough bread. We were at um, Disney. No yeah, we were at Disney and we went to the sourdough bread bowl place. She got a <laughs> soup. I love that shit. And she oh. ate sourdough bread, and she goes, "Ugh, I don't like it. It is sour." And we're like, "It's sourdough. <laughs> it's supposed to be." And she yeah, goes, dude. Come "Oh, on now. then I like it." It's like the fact that that switch <laughs> happened so quickly because we were like, oh. "But it's supposed to be." She goes, "Oh, then yeah, I like it." It's like, mm, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that you know, little oh, tangent, shit. but um. Yeah, beef stroganoff, man. It's so I good. Love beef stroganoff, dude. Before I, I before we end up making this like a fucking that's the that's the plate podcast. <laughs> oh my god, dude. But yeah, like there's a ton of nostalgic meals that like I I link back to and I'm like, dude, those are amazing. Like that. yeah, and like the the crazy thing about it is that it's just that that kind. I mean, just to kind of draw this back to how we got here, right? Like talking about like nostalgia and kind of just like you know the whole bit, like oh like the influence and all that other bullshit. Like, dude, nostalgia is crazy. Like, I still love, like, for you, tacos is, like, the antithetical, right? It's just, like, I fucking hate this shit. I had it so much as a kid. I'm tired of it. For me, it's the opposite. I love strawberry milk. I love mac and cheese. I love I love beef stroganoff. Uh, I love plantain chips, uh, ideally homemade ones. I, I don't know how to make them because I'm a fucking big oaf, but, oh, I love that shit. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, dude, I can't think of a fucking nostalgic meal in my life that hasn't aged well. Yeah, and I'm so sorry that your family ruined tacos for you. It's not gonna. I'm not, just they're just not my favorite thing. Like I'll eat anything. 
I'm a big boy oh, for a that's reason. Such a fucking, but... Like, but that's such like a mundane kind of like <clears throat> like of all things. Like it's not like it's kind of oh, like my family ruined like beef tartare for me. Or yeah, like, oh, yeah. I can't eat sushi because like my fucking it's, dad it'd be got like ruining a sandwich, right? Yeah. Because like <laughs> a taco's so versatile, like a sandwich. Yeah. Right? Dude, like you can, like, oh, you it's literally just up? get tortilla, slap something in it, it's a taco. And all of it's I mean, just not the same for me. Tacos sandwiches or tacos just like smaller sandwiches? I, I think so. But We're that's, gonna get Gris on here. She's uh, gonna get pissed. No, I don't. <laughs> oh shit! Dude. I don't want to get in that debate. But anyways, oh my um, god, going into something that's, that's so like good. also super like remember reminds me of my childhood is uh, Winnie yeah. the Pooh and Scooby Doo. Those two Re- shows. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I like them so much that I have tattoos on my body because of them. That's right. I keep forgetting mm-hmm. you have a Winnie the Pooh tattoo. I have a Winnie the Pooh bad. and a Scooby Doo one. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I'll have to show it to you after this. Yeah, but dude. um, uh, yeah, I remember going to my grandparents' house before school and after school and just banging through Scooby Doo, like all okay. the time. And then Winnie the Pooh definitely when I was younger, but now it's definitely got that like I'll watch it and be like, this is super fun and enjoyable. It's definitely not for adults, but the memories just hit right. <laughs> So, um, there's a, there's a bunch of shows like that to me, dude. Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie is one. Yes. Oh my God, dude. Ed, Ed, and Eddie is a beacon of my childhood. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Objectively, you're wrong. Ed, Ed, and Eddie has aged like a fucking fine Italian wine. It's really good. I don't give a fuck that it, it, I don't give a shit that it looks like a product of its time. That makes it timeless. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Ed is so good. So it's you great. Talk about timeless media, dude. Oh, it's great. And and product of its time oh or not, God. it's still great animation. Like that's it's the thing. Incredible, dude. Right, and the, you, it's so relatable so for funny. kids who are especially kids who are like class clowns or like thriving for attention. Have you yeah, seen the movie? As a kid, the fuck. Have you seen the movie? With uh, with Eddie's brother. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Where they dude, like, hell yeah. Where they're like. Oh yeah, the reason Eddie did all this stuff was simply because of the fact that he was desperate for attention and never got it. And because of that, he was this like hooligan who everyone hated even though there was no reason to because he just wanted to be noticed. I was like, oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah, I mean that's shit that I never picked up on as a kid. You know, like obviously I was, I didn't, you know, I wasn't emotionally mature enough to pick up on that shit. Yeah. But like going back and watching Edit and Eddie in college, dude. Uh, especially as like a stony college kid, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like Ed and Eddie's great, man. Yeah. Um, and that was fucking like I love that show. And there was a lot. There's like I mean, you could make an argument about a lot of shit that uh has a lot of inherent value that you don't really pick up on as a kid. A lot of the Disney flicks, like, um, Hunchback of Notre Dame is like incredibly fucking powerful, dude. And it's got a, a ton of really 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 good adult fucking theming well you realize repackaged in a way that's digestible to kids like racism is bad discrimination well, you, is bad you know the reason based on their skin color you, you their, realize their country that, of origin and like their appearance and it's like yeah it's fucking like good yeah it's awesome you know the reason why the bad guy wants to kill <sighs> the main chick because he's like a fucking sexually repressed puritan yes he's a re- repressed puritan and yeah. he sees her body 
and it's her fault that he's getting sexual and horny and yeah, all this it's stuff. All, it's all this so crazy he wants to hang bullshit. her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you watch that now and you're like, oh my God, how many people in history ended up dying because of this thought right there? Dude, it's ahead of its time. Like as far as like the kind of shit that it was portraying to people. And that's back supposed then, to like be a flick. kid show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like Disney flicks that have that kind of like, uh, that kind of like, you know, stuff for kids, stuff for adults type deal. There's a lot of them like that, dude. It's really good. Uh, like All Dogs Go to Heaven is a is that movie is nostalgic as fuck, and it makes me cry. And I, as a kid, it it for me, it was like, yeah, All Dogs do go to heaven, you know. And that, and mind you, I never had a dog as a kid. Never, ever, ever yeah, had a dog as a kid. If you're an animal, kind of lover, an animal lover, yeah, bro. Like for me, it was like, oh my god, All Dogs do go to heaven. And then watching it By again, the way, as a that's not, just, just so we don't anger anyone. We understand that that's not a Disney movie. It was just a, a you know. Yeah, no, it's it's animation of its time, but like, yes. um, I'm just because like I I put them all in the same ballpark of like you know like '90s early 2000s animation, but um, dude, like, all dogs go to heaven. Watching that again as a stony college kid like brought me to ugly tears, bro. And maybe maybe the way I interpreted it isn't what it was intended, but like the message I got from that then on that reviewing was like how like the 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 story like the, the the what parents tell kids when their dogs pass or when their pets pass yeah where it's like oh what's happening to spot and it's like he's 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 off to heaven like you know what i mean and it's like it that's that's kind of like the vibe i got from it re-watching it and i was like dude like that's <laughs> that's heavy man like oh i love bringing that movie up, man bringing I love up watching like it. bringing up a nostalgic like iconic voice because you brought up all dogs go to heaven like yeah. this, this voice I think of like my childhood, Dom, uh, Dom De Louise. Okay, hang on, because I'm not, I'm not good with names. Don or Dom with an M. Dom. Have you seen an American Tale? Yeah. He's an American Tale. I think the cat. Oh, I know this guy. Yeah, I've seen this guy before. He's, I like L- his Look hat. up, it's look cute. up something. Um, oh, maybe not the hat. Look, maybe look up cute. something that he's in where you hear his voice and you'll be like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, that makes Tunes sense. Truck and video games. The wild thornberries. He was baby condor. All dogs go to heaven. He was itchy, itchy fruit. Yeah. So literally, he was in Hercules. Look up, a... look up. Dom de Louise, an American Tale. He's the cat. You He's the cat it. from American Tale. No shit, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. He's that like to me. That's an iconic voice. Damn. Another one is like John Candy. I think that's his name. John yeah, John Candy. Candy. Uh, you don't you know John Candy, Uncle Buck. I probably know. I probably know outdoors. Him. Cool Runnings. Yeah. Have you seen Cool Runnings? Oh, I don't think I have. No. You've never seen Cool Runnings. No. Cool I don't Runnings think I have. is about like loosely based off of the very first Amer- uh, Jamaican bobsled team. No kidding. And John Candy plays the the the, the American coach that teaches them how to bobsled. Because, oh, I definitely never saw that. Yeah, it's know. it's it's a movie that my my grandmother liked a lot. Um, huh. John Candy's like a comedic icon. You've never have you seen Spaceballs? Yeah, of course. He plays Barf. <laughs> oh, it's this guy! Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. The fact that, like. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? He He's, died? No he way. Died he died a long time ago. Yeah, from I think from a heart attack. Yeah, he did. Fuck, that's brutal, dude. Yeah. This guy's funny as shit. Yeah, he's like an, he's a comedic genius, right? Him and oh, like this guy's uh, fucking funny, man. Uh, what the fuck's his name? 
I'm just not good with like actors. I'm really not like voice actors. You can ask me. I'll, I'll can I can name a bunch. But like Chris Farley, him actors. and Chris Farley to me are like yeah. They were like my comedic idols, like my oh, my comedic shit. idols because they're they're similar in some ways and different in others. Like yeah. um, John Candy was more family friendly orientated, while Chris Farley. It's not that he wasn't, but he was very much like the jokester, right? Like he was the class clown. Um. Oh my god. Yeah, but. Dom DeLuise and John Candy, like when I hear their voices, they it just makes me think of my childhood move, cartoons that I would watch. Fuck, um, nuts, man. Have you looked up Dom DeLuise yet and actually hear yeah, his I did. voice? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was I had like a small clip in the background while you were talking. Dude, it's so nuts. That's crazy. That he was yeah, he was Tiger in American Tale. What yeah. the fuck? That's awesome. Where like you hear his voice and you're like, I heard this voice everywhere. Cause I think John Candy was in, um, yeah, him and John Candy were both in the Rescuers. Um, do you remember the Rescuers and the Rescuers down I under? Do, yeah. So yes. the Rescuers, John Candy Absolutely. plays the seagull that they fly on. Really? Yeah. And then awesome. Dom DeLuise plays like a bunch of the little, like little like characters that are like, he's always been the like squirrely, like runner, 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 runner. And then I'm going to go here and then I'm going to go here. <laughs> and, guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, but those oh those are some God. two iconic voices. Uh, dude, you want iconic? Uh, fucking Peter Cullen for Optimus Prime, dude. He's oh, that's like a good one. I yeah, no, he is. You want to talk about iconic voices, dude? Like I, I put, I put, I put Peter Cullen on the same level that I put like Charles Martin A for Mario, mm -hmm. dude. A hundred percent, the old school like Transformers cartoons. And fucking Peter Cullen's Optimus Prime is so good, See, bro. To, to me, Jim Cummings, oh. Jim Cummings is someone that's, like, iconic. If, oh you, if you don't know who Jim Cummings is, you didn't listen to a lot of Disney stuff. He's Winnie the I'm Pooh. He's Pete. Yeah, he's Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Darkwing mm -hmm. Duck. He was, he was in World oh, of Warcraft yeah. Legion. He was a voice in Legion. Really? You remember the strung out mana dude in that you meet in uh Oh the, yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's Jim Yes. The second I heard his voice, like oh I know my that God. voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's yes. he, he's Darkwing Duck. Like, that's like about yes. to die. In the cave, yeah. I'm sorry, my old friend. Yes. Looks like I held out to you. Oh my god, dude. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the, wow, this, this is obviously a apparently this is a this is a tangent that we need to go to some other day. Uh, yeah, I can talk about voice actors all day. I know that's you my, can. My I can't. That's yeah. my craft. <laughs> yeah, I know you I can. can do that all day. I would like to pretend oh like it's something God. I want to do and I'm decent at, but I don't have the energy to. It's a lot of energy. No, fair enough, brother. Maybe one I mean, day. Um, he was in Kingdom. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. A Jim Cummings? Kingdom yeah, yeah. He was yeah, in yeah of course. A bunch of the voices. Yeah, you. he's Winnie the Pooh. He's Tigger. He's going to be. He's yeah, Pete. Yeah. Like, that's so sick. He's in Aladdin. Like, he is a Disney oh, like, legend. That's great. What the fuck? Yeah, you need to look into him. You need to look at his like repertoire. Oh, as, soon as, as soon as we stop recording, I'm gonna go start mm -hmm. looking up another one. I can't remember his name. I can never remember his name. The guy who does Bender. Oh, oh my god. Okay, yes, 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 bro. Um, Hold on. because uh, I this guy's this guy's also he's also John DiMaggio. Yes, yeah. bro. Oh yeah, he does uh I'm pretty sure he does Jake as well in Adventure Time. I'm like 90% sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. he's Marcus Phoenix and wow, he's Marcus Phoenix. Fuck yeah, go mm -hmm. you, John DiMaggio. Hell yep. yeah. I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure he's in uh Dr. Kraken and Kim Possible. Who is he in Zootopia? What? Uh, I don't know. You just click on it, we can find out. He was yeah, <laughs> This is some high That's quality nuts. This is some high quality uh podcast content when you're 
Oh, yeah, he's an Animaniacs, dude. What? Yeah. Yeah, he's an animal, dude. Wow. He did a bunch of voices in Adventure Time. What the fuck? Jerry Jump something. Maybe an elephant. I don't know. Anyways. He was in Ben 10. Wow. Yeah. He's... The big one, dude. It's it's like a map. Oh, he's the voice of Uka Uka and Tiny Tiger in one of the Crash games. Good for you, man. It, it's like childhood. it's like Matt Mercer, right? Like yeah, or uh, all of those people from Critical, other than Matt Mercer's. Oh, he's wife. the Scotsman in fucking Samurai Jack. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah, so oh, that's sick. You know, continuing yeah. this trend of like cartoons that are super nostalgic, which I feel like as. I'm not going to say just as Americans, but Americans in the 90s or just kids in the 90s have a lot of those moments. Yeah, um, for sure. Avatar The Last Airbender is one of those yes. that, like, it's one of my go-tos. Like, I need to watch a good anime-esque show that has, not Legend of Korra, Avatar, that has a good yeah, plot the last through the Airbender. whole... A good one. Yeah. That has the whole <laughs> story from beginning to end, like we talked about on one of our other episodes. Where there's that overarching evil with little evils in between. But you know that yeah. he's going to fight Emperor Palpatine at some point. You know that's yeah. going to happen, right? Fire Lord Ozai is going to be the big bad of the show. But you don't know about everything in between. So, but Avatar The Last Airbender, dude. That's another one. Being at my grandmother's house who, like I said, she passed away. Being at her house with my cousins every, like, Saturday morning watching that on release religiously for weeks and weeks and weeks loving that show like what's some crazy th- is i never watched that show as a tv release i mm-hmm. watched it as like an internet binge it's like so good dude it's, it's so amazing. good it just it's got literally some of the best developed characters ever 100%, all of them start bro. off 100%. as children and you see it's it's similar to naruto in my opinion right because i think naruto's got some amazing character development in most of their characters in Avatar, just about every single one of their characters has good development. Good, bad, or ugly. All of them are great, right? 100%. Yep. Even the cabbage dude that randomly is a character that just goes, My oh, cabbages! Yeah. My cabbages! That dude, right, even has development. In Legend of Korra, he becomes a giant corporate owner and you know, <laughs> evil dude, but still. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so good. It's just so good. It was crazy. Like just one, I probably one more show because I don't. I don't want to stick on TV shows forever. But like Static Shock, man. Do you know that um, they're making a live action of that possibly? I hope not. But and they're gonna get the kid from Stranger Things. Oh God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's hoping it's good. <laughs> I'm not a big um, fan of Stranger Things. I'm my my last show. Ooh. Well, this this is gonna be a show we're gonna talk to talk about. Sure. Because I have this this like. Oh, little like um, point, and then we can go and tangent off of that. What sure. is like the thing that you watch, do, or listen? So play video games, listen to music, watch something that uh-huh. you need to get that instant feeling of like nostalgia to escape the reality of being oh, an adult man. with responsibilities, right? I don't have a, I don't have like one particular thing. It doesn't need um, to be one particular like a, thing, but like, what are your go-to things? Um, I have a YouTube playlist for this. Funny enough, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull this up and I'll read some of these off here. Okay, I'll, I is... can talk about my one of mine. Yeah, hit me. So Go ahead. Avatar, I pulled Avatar, up first. Avatar is one of them for sure. Yeah. Right? Lord Absolutely. of the Rings is probably my favorite movies yeah. ever, ever. If I want to feel, 
like I want to just jump into a fantasy world where just a bunch of cool stuff happens. Lord of the Rings, yep. instantaneously. Yep. I have a Lord of the Rings okay, tattoo. I have. I'm a collector of Funko Pops, as you know. I have over 400 of them now, and I have every single You're Lord maniac, of the Rings. And they're all gonna jump off the shelf and fucking claw at your flesh because probably I hate dolls. <laughs> probably. Uh, I have That's seen. I have seen the movie Toy Soldiers. You are probably right. Oh um, yeah, no, it's a fucking nightmare. But yeah, Sorry, so, um, <laughs> I have every single Hobbit and every single oh, Lord of the shit. Rings Funko Pop because I love those movies so much. Like oh, I, my God. I, I try and get in as much entertainment from that IP as possible. Every game, everything, love it. Um, but my go-to, like, escape responsibilities as an adult i have two things that i like to do king of the hill is a show that's my go-to show i don't know why but it just makes me go man i really i love that show the fact that it's just a bunch of friends living their lives dealing with their stresses but they're all next to each other at all times is like an a dream of mine dude i just living on the same block mostly with friends love it like i want that so bad um so King of the Hill is definitely one of those where like it's just so there's so much stuff in it that's so relatable and it gives you the idea of like responsibility and stress as a adult but understanding that you're going to break out of it like no matter ha- what happens you're going to get that ability if you push and strive to be able to push through all those stresses and whatever um, there's literally an episode where King uh, Hank Hill uh, gets his credit card stolen by his son, and the son goes and spends thousands upon thousands of dollars, and like Hank puts Hank and Peggy in debt, and Hank figures it out and does everything he needs to do, and gets angry at his son to like realize at the end that no matter <laughs> what, you're able to break out of that debt, and it's such a like God relaxing damn, thing, yeah. But King of the I Hill told is you to that. Stop ordering pornography um, on my credit card, my Amex, man. No, he bought a jet. Sorry, ski. He, bought, he bought a jet ski. Um, no, but still. <laughs> talk, talking about I'm like sorry, I know, man. I know. Talking about iconic voice voice actors right there too. Um, but uh, I can never remember his name. But he's in uh, Office Space. The guy who's like, you took my stapler. Really? Uh, you took my stapler. And I'm, I haven't oh been shit! Is that really? Is yeah, this, wait, that's Stephen Hank Hill? Root? No, uh, no, Hank Hill is played by Mike Judge. Um, oh, okay. Stephen yeah, Root yeah. plays uh, Bill Dotrieve, the the fat bald dude that's Hank's friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he plays it. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah, but I think Hank is played by Mike Judge. Hank Hill. He is played by. Let me see. Yeah, Mike Judge, because um, he was the creator. But yeah, so those are those are definitely shows that I'm like, I love it. Um, and then World of Warcraft, like I said, I'm not going to get into it. It's just such a like mindless. I know what I'm doing. Um, Minecraft is another one, dude. That like, <laughs> let me just sit and hit this square for hours on end and be okay. Yeah, Minecraft's a weird one because like I I went through a huge uh, Minecraft phase like for years, and then I I ever since then I would like pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. Um, it's definitely one of those where it's like, yeah, like I want, sometimes I want it and I want to just kind of like, you know, put music on and just watch this thing or play this thing. And it's just mindless. Mm -hmm. 
And other times where it's just like, you know what? Like I watched a video that like inspired me to like go, you know, fuck around with redstone and create some crazy gizmo again. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty sick. Like I like that. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's it's shit like that. I'm just like, oh, it's fascinating. I I, I you know, I'll, I'll oh. sit there and I'll, I'll just like deep dive on that for a few. I hours. just had a Jimmy Neutron moment. Hit me. Um, something that came out yesterday. Fucking brain blast. <laughs> something something that came out yesterday that like go to feel good funny haha jackass. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. The dude. new Jackass came out yesterday, Jackass Forever. Really? It came out last night, yeah. I'm going to see yeah. it on Tuesday. But um that's something that like I have the TV shows, I have the movies, all this stuff. And all of their content as stupid as it sounds is just so funny cuz it reminds me of stuff that my family used to do cuz I'm just yeah. a bunch of dum-dums. Like we once had um one of my cousins, I think it was my cousin cousin or brother lit themselves on fire and skateboarded <laughs> off the roof oh shit okay and, like, <laughs> we had my other cousin sit there with a blanket Fucking to put him out with a blanket to put him out but the thing is oh it's not like we used like a good blanket we used a wool blanket that we were going to use to put out the fire if he couldn't get out a wool blanket that would just ignite <laughs> like you guys are fucking yeah we were dumb though. dude we would get, um, we would make like rails, skate rails, and put like uh, fluid on it, like lighter fluid, light that shit on fire, something that would stay lit, and then grind on it all the time. It, yeah, we were dumb. Firecrackers and uh, while we're skating and like throwing firecrackers to have explosions in the background while someone landed a kickflip. We once um, had a trailer that we had to get rid of, and. We cut it up and just created a giant bonfire in some private property that we owned. And just, it was huge. Like we did a lot, we we did a lot of dumb, (laughs) we did a lot of dumb stuff that very is like jackass-esque. We we weren't just smart enough to film it and put it somewhere. Uh, I mean, jackass inspired me, my cousins, and some of my friends at the time to do a lot of really stupid shit. Like uh, a bunch, a couple, one of my friends was driving his car. One of my high school buddies, we were just driving his car. Um, it was like me and me, him, and two of our boys. Right, he's driving. I'm in the seat behind him, and then uh, my buddy Jake and another friend of mine are in the car. Jake's in the passenger seat, and the other the other guys in the right next to me in the back. Um, and our buddy driving, he's just like, oh, he's like, oh, what? Check this shit out, right? And he like he slows down to like a near crawl, and then he just jumps out of the fucking car, but he breaks his arm. <laughs> Stupid, my... fucking idiot breaks his arm yeah. on impact. Um, and then like my buddy Jake has to grab the fucking wheel and like steer the car until it slows to a stop. He's like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Oh no, arm hurts, man." Yeah. That sounds oh like some God, stupid stuff so we do where like stupid, bro. we had a trampoline and we would jump off the roof oh onto God, the trampoline so and my cousin did it once and he fell right through the trampoline and like snapped I'm his cringing. ankles. Oh, so he was, he broke, he broke, I think he broke oh one of, the, one of his ankles, but yeah. That's like such a fear of mine being a big dude and it's just like, man, oh, I, I just love trampolines my knee, and bouncy dude. cancels. Oh, you're. F- I. I mean, I have three screws in mine, but like, yeah, I, no, I, would, I oh. popped it out of joint, so I'm very, very like protective. Oh, of Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. Isn't it interesting that this conversation started with nostalgia, and like, it's such a broad topic that we're talking about oh, random yeah, memories, 
but that's the beauty of nostalgia. That's but yeah, that, that's like, that is fucking nostalgia, dude. Like that's just kind of, that's the it bit. just that's triggers goes, just this endless flow of just thought and process and whatever else that occurs. It's so fun and interesting to me that like this is how the human brain works. And oh, yeah. you know, whoever listens to this, if any of our conversations trigger your stuff, I think that'd be so interesting to see and read. You know what I mean? Or to hear about because it's so funny how like you and I live, you and I met what a year and a half, two years ago, maybe two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And we became pretty good friends because of wow. And other stuff. And yeah, feet pics. That is something we did. Yes, I did. (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) You and fucking uh, Bradley. Oh my God, dude. And you're just like, the first Peter. Like, hey, wait, hey, fun. What's your what's your number? Hey, man, it, it's here. Everything okay? Yeah, just to keep it just to keep it on hand in case I need to get a hold of you for something. Oh, sure, no problem. Five minutes later, hey, so me and Bradley are feet are kissing. Ooh, ooh. yeah. What the fuck? And then the picture finally loads. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, oh my god, it was funny. As I shit, enjoy. Dude. I, I'm not. That's so funny. I enjoy being awkward. Same. I love I it. Fucking hilarious, dude. I don't know the meaning of cringe. I have no shame. I, yeah, like I've gotten past my like, oh, I don't want to be embarrassed oh phase. Like, don't get me yeah, wrong, same. I'm sure it strikes sometimes, but that's because it's more of like I need to be a responsible adult. Don't go ha ha in in a public yeah. place. You know what I mean? But I just know your audience. Um, shit. Yeah, like, we met a yeah. year and a half, two years ago. The first thing this dude says to me, right? Oh boy, is. <laughs> Hi, my name's Flan de Coco. That's his character in WoW. My name's Flan. Yeah. That's why only Flans. My name's Flan de Coco. Uh, um, what's up, beautiful? What you wearing? Literally, I would haze. I would haze everybody with that. Yeah. That was those. No, great. you like, would only haze that. men. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, no, no. It was only the dudes that would ever come and join the guild. It was because always. Hey, can... What's going on, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, uh, what's going on? Hey, that's cool, man. Uh, what are you wearing? Didn't I say uh, something like it doesn't matter because it's gonna end up on your floor anyways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like super forward about it. I was like, I was like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> oh my god, dude. In in, a in, giant, and it wasn't like just him and I. It was me, him, like and like people. Yeah, yeah, like you guys just finished raiding, or you were just about to raid, or whatever. Yeah, and we everyone were just died. Yeah. God. You and I just oh met a year and a half god. ago. We don't yeah. have any like childhood memories, right? Not we're chill. We're, no. we're children, right? Sure. Um, but we don't have childhood memories. We we never met in person. It's only been online because you live in Florida and I live in California. Yes, and um, fact. yeah, fact, big fact, big true, big true. Uh, but they're like just these conversations we have, just spark this like spiral of shit. Oh, oh, did yeah. uh, brain blast? Um, <laughs> 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 did you see? Oh shit! So Rugrats, right? Yeah, yeah. They're making new Rugrats. I know. And it's the stupid 3D animation. I know. I'm not. I'm not. We were talking about Ed, Ed and Eddie, and then we tangented into like 700 different things. But we I like know. just the animation was good before. Just make it look prettier. Like Rugrats, all grown up. Did you watch that show? I did. Yeah, that it show was, was a. Was- banger in my opinion it was a bit like i was so disappointed with the idea of it and then i watched it i was like dude this is so cool yeah that that was that was me too i was like oh my god like another fucking like soulless cash grab like no it's actually remarkably good but that's the other thing is like you've got i don't i don't know if it's just everyone maybe it's every generation 
but I feel like our like age group generation, whatever you want to say, is a hundred percent the like nostalgia generation. And video game comes. Got it. It's got to be everyone. I think we hit it a lot harder than most. I think we hit it a lot harder than most because we had a lot of advancements, and we're the ones that now have the money. You know what I mean? I don't know about you, bro. I'm fucking broke. But you have, (laughs) you are broke. Don't get me wrong. I work two jobs that I fucking hate it, bro. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working four (laughs) jobs out of pure boredom and still doing this, right? But like, what I'm saying is, we have the income. That we can be like, yeah, I'll spend 20, 30 bucks on this stupid little oh, thing. Oh, sure, like, sure, sure, That's yeah, what I mean, absolutely. right? I'm not saying we're like filthy rich. No, fuck no, dude. But I'm poor. <laughs> you're making it by. Um, uh, I just had a fucking struggle. I made sip. homemade ramen, bro. Like, are you kidding me? That was my lunch today. I haven't that, eaten that. And I had like, I had like, I had like ramen for breakfast with a fucking fried egg and some, and some shredded cheese. And I was like, you know what, bro? Fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll splurge. Let me go to McDonald's and spend 10 bucks. You know you what I, uh, oh, so I, I've talked to a lot more, I feel like I've talked to a lot of oh. older people compared to like a lot of people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I'm pretty close with my parents and I'm, I hang out with my parents as friends, right? Who are actually older than they are. These are the like millionaire people who are like 60 to 90, 60 to 80 millionaires, Mil- dumb money, right? And you're like, oh my god, you're millionaires. You must have had it, your shit together forever. And they're like, oh no, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like 34, trying to figure out what I'm gonna eat. And then you go and get yeah. a bag of rice, some baked beans, and like ground some beef, beans. and that's what you have, <laughs> baked beans, oh, and that's what you have for beans. dinner for six nights. And I'm like, oh, so apparently everyone struggles in their 60s or 20s. Yeah, I mean, the 60s, little 20s to 30s. Oh nightmare fucking if i'm if i'm 60 and i'm doing like fucking drive through at mcdonald's i'm gonna oh god i'm gonna fucking freak out dude oh uh, i'm not i'm not gonna touch that you're gonna get some existential dread out of me no 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 <laughs> <laughs> fuck that but dude. but your your 20s and 30s is like oh not god. for everyone right there's obviously yeah and the whole thing is subjective i mean i know yeah. i know friends of mine like other high school alumni you know that you know, they, they, uh, some of them are married with kids, man. And they've got like, uh, I, I don't want to, there's got to, I'm sure there's a better way to phrase this and it'll come to me, but like they, they live pretty like normal lives. I think that's a, that's a pretty safe way of calling it. Right. Like they, they live normal lives conventionally. They live lives, very right? comfortable lives. No, no. Comfy, comfy is a different thing. I'm not talking about comfy. Comfy is fine. That's a state. That's a relative state. Right. Okay. But like they, they live like normal lives, right? Like the American kind of nuclear family shit. Like they're married. Oh, they married have jobs kids, that they white don't picket hate. friends. Yeah. Married kids have their own kind of home or apartment. They don't hate their job. You know, it pays the bills and they tolerate it. And then I have a lot of friends that are in that uh, ballpark, right? Like they're, you know, that are some derivative of that, some version of that. Like maybe they're not married yet, but they're thinking about it. Maybe they're, you know, they have kids, but they're not married, whatever. Some, some variant of that but a lot of them seem to be pretty content with that and they didn't they didn't it didn't look like they struggled too much and i have a bunch of others and those are the ones that like i happen to just talk to a bit more just because i've been closer to them but they're in the same boat i am dude they're they're you know i'm not gonna say struggling creatives because i hate that fucking i hate that cliche but like you know they're they're creatives trying they're, to find their footing they're a struggling artist of their i their hate craft. that no fuck that. i hate a I struggling hate that artist so that's a, that's, that's why i said I it you that. specifically said creative i'm gonna say oh artist. fuck you i hate that oh my god it's such a stupid cliche I'm, i don't i refuse to fucking do the starving artist thing but like they're they're like they're you know they're burgeoning creatives they're young they're 
you know, in my age group and they're trying to find their footing on what they want to create and how and all this other shit. And, I mean, you know, there are so many people in this world that like at 50 or 40 is when they break out as an actor or voice actor yeah. or something. And I've like, read about that. Yep, 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 yep. There's so many, like the dude who does Reinhardt's voice in, in Overwatch. Oh, he did sinking. Hang on. Oh God, he's going to drown. No, no, no. Keep talking. Just my, I've been no, leaning back in this chair. I'm my just saying you're going to drown. Like, sink into the ground. <laughs> but no. Because I'm just like, why is my monitor getting higher? <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like the dude who does Reinhardt's voice in voice acting. Oh. He I didn't. He did guy. not take off until that voice. That is the yep. voice that took his yep, career yep, yep. off at like forty something or fifty, right? He like, looks like an older dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is an older dude. Um, but you know, it. You just, you just never know what the the future is gonna hold. You never know. You know. So like, it's it, it's hard to be like, oh, you're struggling, but you you just don't know what's gonna go down. Like, and a lot of people forget how much work you have to actually put into it. He's 58, yep. by the way. Um, you looked at him up? I just looked at him up. My He's man. 58. Um, but, you know, people forget the work, right? Like, I'm shameless plug. I enjoy streaming, right? Right. You enjoy voice acting. Yep. You I and I, craft, we, yeah, we do this, po- we started doing this podcast thing, right? We're putting in hours while also working jobs to do it because sure. if you don't, You'll ne- it'll never get done, you know? Well, I mean, I think I think more than just, like, the fucking, like, the E-True Hollywood story version of the narrative is more along the, fi- the lines of just, like, you and I just wanted to do it. Like, what we wanted an excuse to just kind of, like, sit there and talk shit and do what we normally do, but, like, have make it a conversation that extends beyond just us. And I think that's that's what, that's what I don't, I can't speak for you, but, like, that's definitely what, what kind of sold me on it, was that, you know, because... I can I can sit here and, and talk into the heat death of the universe, right? But like if it just if it doesn't really go anywhere or contribute to something that's a bit more than just like you and I just talking and having yeah, a regular sending it to the emptiness. Yeah, because like it's just it just feels like a conversation in the void. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be fucking cool if we could like you know help start a conversation about shit that we like and like talk to other people about it and see what the fuck that looks like and what they think and. You know, make it a big con. Just make, make, just extend, extend the conversation. Make it bigger than just you and me. And that's that's what sold me on it. I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'd love to do that. Yeah, and I'd I love think, to be part of something cool. that, like, you know, lets people talk to each other and, and share like, their ideas about shit. That's kind of why we're doing this episode, where it's like a, a at this point, it's a hodgepodge. But the general consensus or the general like, I dig it. Yeah, the general like start of it was nostalgia, and like we're still on the nostalgia kick, which I actually just I still have my bit that I'm waiting for like an opportunity to kick it and. and... <laughs> Because I, I want to talk about this really much. Um, oh, I but, love this shit. You know what I just, like, remember, dude, is uh, Kids Next you Door. You know what I remember? Oh, my God. I love KND. Yeah. Kids Next Door, oh, man. Oh, huge fan. Yeah. Um, God, that was such a good show. But I kind of wanted to touch on something before we did our thing again. Um, sure. What I was saying is we're the generation that now has a somewhat disposable income at times, right? Every yeah, sure. every moment changes, but you know what I mean? And companies Generally are now speaking, companies yeah. are now that's why you're seeing our childhood stuff become like remakes or reboots or like iCarly got a reboot and if you haven't watched yeah, they're it, repackaging our childhood to to sell it to us exactly. Again. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. going into Blizzard, redoing Warcraft 3 poorly, uh, but redoing Warcraft 3, redoing Diablo 2 amazingly. 
Um, but oh, I, I wish Warcraft Reforged got that amount of love. What the fuck? It, it's strictly because uh, the company said we don't care uh, about this game, and then realized they messed up. So Diablo Two had to do what they. Yep. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me, uh, bro. Yeah. I will. I am. We, we don't need to. Oh. We don't need to. We're good. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing it up, but I'm just, universe. you know, that's why those oh. Vanilla WoW, TBC, um, the, re- it, yeah. the the remake of Dark Souls to make it more efficient, right? Like yeah. that type of stuff. It's stuff that we've done, played, watched. That's now able to earn companies big bucks, and that you know that's all companies care about, right? They don't care about our actual nostalgia. Not all of them right some of them may care some of them may be like oh we know you love diablo 2 here you go it's not blizzard yeah. but like you know oh we know how much you loved iCarly cuz that that's what happened with iCarly the the lead actress Miranda Cosgrove was like i miss doing this it's probably the only sure. thing that made her dumb money as an actress um let's redo it and she's one of the producers right and it, have you watched the reboot of iCarly Fuck no! I, have, I, I didn't even. I didn't give a shit about the first dude, one. Dude, I was a big fan of iCarly. The reboot Fuck. is so funny to me because it's like, yeah, this is what it's like being in this age group. Like, she's struggling, gets in a gets a breakup. Uh, Freddie, the the dude's been divorced twice now, has an adopted. Jesus, uh, yeah, adopted. Where's Gibby, dude? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been brought up yet, but he's been divorced uh, twice uh, now. Uh, oh Spencer, God. the artist, is now a millionaire and has like dumb money. The the what older the brother fuck? is is, an, is a millionaire. And like sure. Freddie's had three failed businesses and startups, even though they were good ideas, he just couldn't execute them. Yeah. Like it's just funny to me because I'm like, damn, this is what it's like now, and I hate how accurate it is. It's just funny. Oh but my God. <laughs> there's so many things that they're like remaking, rehashing, <laughs> rebooting that I'm not unhappy about, but at the same time, it's like, please stop. Like when they redid Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, oh. ecstatic for it, loved it, loved the game as a kid. But at the same time, I'm like, man, you just want my money. I mean, people have been saying that shit about like a bunch of reboots and stuff, like RoboCop and other shit of that nature. People are just like, yeah, they're just like. Or the new Terminator. Ghostbusters. Or that, yeah. What the fuck? Not even, not even Girl Ghostbusters, which was atrociously bad, but um, the the kid one, which wasn't terrible, but you yeah, know, it was alright. It's still it's still feeding off those member berries, right? Yeah. But yeah, Kids Next Door was something I remembered. Um, what was the point that you wanted to bring up that you wanted to go oh, deep dive into? Oh, so we into? were talking about, so you had asked me, like, what's your, what's your shit, like, you go to, to be like, I just need an injection of, like, nostalgia, uh-huh. comfort, easy. <clears throat> the official soundtrack, and even the remastered soundtracks of the Golden Sun uh, vi- I you were gonna uh, say RPG Golden franchise. Girls. No. <laughs> the fuck can you imagine i love me some golden girls rest in peace buddy. i miss when i miss when the lady would put pills in my hand and then pee all over my slippers why did you pee on me i have irritable bowel syndrome i've clearly never watched the show um <laughs> <laughs> But Golden Sun is a series of RPGs from fucking way back for the I Game Boy Advance. Them. Yeah, they are amazing. Easily my favorite video game franchise, IP, whatever, ever. Period, point blank. I love it more than I love WoW. I, it used to not be the case. WoW sucks now. Golden Sun, new best friend. Um, but Golden Sun was always, like a, was, was always hard second, you know, barely inching over WoW for years, right? 
So I love Golden Sun. I love the narrative. I love the lore. I love the world building. I love the whole goddamn thing. The aesthetic. I love that fucking music. I have it as my ringtone and my text tone. I spent is it like eight bit music? Sixteen bit ish. It's good. I'll you know what? I'll do you one better. I'm gonna link you to a copy of the original soundtrack that's been slightly not remastered. Well, hang on. Oh my god! Please work for me. Okay, this is yeah, this has been remastered a bit, but it's fine. It still sounds good. I'll find after that once we when we stop recording, I'll find like the original original soundtrack. But uh, I love this shit. I love this shit like so much that it hurts. Hang on, maybe this is the original. Yeah, this is the original. Okay, fuck the fuck the second one. Listen to the the, the first. This There's one. something so beautiful the... about like eight six eight bit and sixty bit music. Dude, yes, and if that's nostalgic, eh, it all it all comes together. But, dude, no, I love this shit, man. I love this franchise. I love the music. I love the aesthetic. And I played this shit as a kid ad nauseum. I have beaten the Golden Sun game, like, one and two on the GBA specifically, I, I think easily over, like, 12, 13 times. That's not an exaggeration. I'm not... I'm, I, I shit you not. I have done it a quadrillion times. I love these games. I love these games to death. <clears throat> yeah, I've never heard of this and game. they're so fun. Yeah, a lot of people have it. It's a fucking hidden gem, dude. A hundred percent. And if there's, if I can, if this is like my one opportunity to sit in a soapbox, even if it is extraordinarily small, and be like, guys, uh, please check out Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance and Golden Sun: The Lost Age also for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, and then maybe if you feel like it, Dark Dawn for the DS. They're great games. Dark Dawn is a, it's a bit of a departure, but it's a good game. Check them out, dude. Please, like, they're so good. This this franchise deserves love, man. It's so fucking good. I love it. Oh my god. So if they um, remastered this, this game, would you give them your mute money? Oh, 100 dude, I would pre-order like the deluxe definitive edition. Like have you $100. seen how Have you seen how they're remastering like Final oh. Fantasy 1, 2 and 3 and stuff? Would you Yeah, like... this game probably won't ever get that treatment. Um but Studio saying... Camelot, the same people that worked on Mario Tennis made this game. Made these games, uh -huh. Camelot. Uh, and they're like super hidden gems. Like they, they, these came out if memory serves, like towards the end of the Game Boy's lifespan. They kind of got like washed under because the Game Boy was kind of on its way out, and a bunch of other like big title established IP games had been coming out in a in a relatively close time period that were just you know more well known. But Golden Sun's fucking sick. Uh, if they ever remaster this shit, absolutely I'd fucking buy it in a heartbeat. People have been asking for Golden Sun remasters for fucking years, man. Dark Dawn can't for the DS. Can't hold on. When did uh, Golden Sun Dark Dawn come come out? That Dark Dawn came out in 2010, dude. It's been 12 years since the last one. That's when I graduated high school. I I graduated in 11 or dropped out and got my GED in 11. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but like, dude, like, okay, so Golden Sun one came out in 2001. Golden Sun two came out 2002, both for the GBA, bro. And then Dark Dawn on the DS came out in 2010, eight years later. Fuck me. What a, what a wait. God damn. Um, but yeah, so these games are fucking stellar, man. <clears throat> and I listen to this music all the time, all the time. I have it as my ringtone on my phone. I made a text tone of it. Like I have, I have the official soundtracks on my phone i listen to them when i go out driving like i love this shit if i ever want to just sit down and listen to music that takes me home to like my parents townhouse in fucking miami lakes when i was a little kid and i would just take my game boy to school and play this everywhere on the bus to and from like school this is it like this is my shit this and like some of the some of the, the ambient themes from wow but this more than anything yeah
hundred percent. This is my bit. And I think like, that's I the, love this shit. I think that's the beautiful thing about nostalgia, right? Like it's it's a topic that we can go on forever and ever about. And it's just so good. And I'm sure we'll talk about stuff again that will have these moments. But it's just it's a wonderful thing remembering things and people that you may not have anymore. And it, it's great. Um, I hope that in this like recording podcast, you guys have like had a good listen, had some moments of like, Oh man, that's something I remember or things we brought up about. Cause I know we for sure did. Um, I, I feel like there's just so many things that we forget and take for granted nowadays that sometimes you need that moment of like, ah, oh, shit. Like, remember how easy it was? I don't know if you agree with me. I mean, uh, not to get super existential, but like, I have moments like that where I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, I kind of miss, you know, being a kid or being in high school. I miss school. sitting on the ground like, with all of my family and watching yeah. like WWE wrestling or whose line is it anyways when Drew Carey sure. was still the host. Like, those are things that I remember. It's just funny to me. I have moments like that. Like I, I miss. I, I mean, if I want, if I'm, if I, if it's like a family thing, I sometimes miss being a little kid. Um, one of my fondest memories, dude, is being a kid, uh, and just hanging out in my room with my with my dad. Yeah. Um, and playing Medal of Honor for the PS One. I remember you know, playing Gauntlet Legends with my dad. Yeah, and like my my dad's my dad's an ex he's a, he's an ex marine. You know, he did you know he did his time in the service and all that. Um. You know, and I don't, I'm not going to harp on it because I know my dad doesn't really like to talk about it too much, but like, you know, he, he did his time. He was, he was in the Marine Corps. Um, and like a big, a big thing growing up, my, my dad always bought like collectible toys, specifically like, uh, Hot Wheels, Matchbox and GI Joes. Mm -hmm. And my dad, um, you know, being a dude that likes to work with his hands, he, at one point in our, like our, our original, like townhouse in Kendall, he made with like planks of wood and like power tools and shit. Uh, he made like this, this, like this, this uh, sniper tower, and he put the GI Joes on the tower on like the on like the second floor, and he posed them and everything. And he's like, Nick. I was like, Yeah, Dad. He's like, Sniper's. Uh, he's providing covering fire. Grab the jeep. We're gonna move in under cover of night. And he would he would just sit there and play pretend. He would just like sit there in the backyard in the fucking like Floridian summer heat. It's hot as fuck. It's humid. Mosquitoes are like eating my ass. <clears throat> and I'm just playing pretend like action figures with my, my dad. Ass. Yeah. And I'm like playing fucking action figures with my dad. And then he'll like bring smoke bombs out that we had left over from 4th of July. And he'll like light them and like roll them on the floor. And just, like, the smoke starts coming up. He's like, oh, Nick, the fucking Viet Cong are coming. Get down. You gotta move them. Gotta move them quick before they start taking fire. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'll like, I'll grab the Jeep and I'll move it. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, da, 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 da. oh, it's just, it's a little, it's like, it's, it's like a super fond memory I have of my dad. Um, of something we did together when I was young and then playing Medal of Honor on my PS1 as a kid when my dad was super fucking nostalgic like I still think about it man like I, I still especially now that I'm like living on my own and I'm not like I'm like three hours away from my family and shit um, I think about it a lot like I'll, I'll I get nostalgic for like stuff like that with my dad you know because like we don't have a ton of I don't have a ton of like you know a ton of those memories of family in general but like with my dad I just I was I've never big on family as a kid and I, I'm still you know not like a big family guy, but I do have those flashpoint moments. Yeah. Uh, you know, with my old man. And like, that's one of my favorites, man. Like easily it's, it's one that I like to, like, it's one that I like to I share mean, with people. It, yeah. it's, it's, I love it, dude. Like it's, it's a, it it's reminds a great me time. of me being at my grandma, grandmother's and grandfather's and like 
playing with this like like toy kids toy play set that was a pirate yeah. island and my cousin and I would like we made like little catapults that we would launch and like destroy the building <laughs> and all the stupid stuff and you'd see my grandmother come in with like something stupid like a stick and be like oh no it's a giant and just poke the building for some reason but it was just funny and like I have this this vivid memory of her doing that and like I don't know it's just interesting how the brain I, I said this earlier, how it just winds around and goes through these, these, these webs and webs and webs of just stuff, right? Yeah, man. Even of stuff like my grandfather passed away when I was six, so a young age. I'm sorry. And uh, I have memories of him. Like, I, could, I can vividly remember going fishing with him, which I'm not the biggest fisherman, right? Neither um, <laughs> not Not my thing. <laughs> Why, why teach me how to fish when I can go to a supermarket? Um, yeah. <laughs> fucking millennial. But, but you oh know, there's, there's so many things that, like, I remember of him sitting there watching Emeril Lagasse oh, and I've eating. Heard that name before. He goes, bam, when he cooks stuff. Bam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, the Futurama thing. Making yeah, fun yeah of but guy. watching his cooking shows. Yeah, the guy who would grab the, like, the pig and go, bam. Bam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watching that guy with him, the cooking show with him, eating like, or seeing there like snapping peas from their garden because my grandfather believed if there's something you're going to grow and it's not edible, you're wasting soil. So like yeah. everything, so we would snap peas all day. And it's just crazy how like the the brain goes into these moments, right? And I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Um, But it's it's, we've talked about it. I feel like enough. I think it's a good point to end we will definitely talk to you guys again um oh yeah dude it, it this is so fun dude it's so fun last, bro uh the next topic i don't know i don't think it matters yeah, at we'll this point we just we're so like we're so bad at starting on something and then ending i think it's so funny <laughs> you know what i mean i think it's so funny but i think it's authentic because we suck at it yeah <laughs> I don't have like that Markiplier like, well, thank you so much for watching my video. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Until then, bye-bye. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't have one of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, oh, God. I, I've got one right now. I, I've said it a little bit before. I hope we oh, were able boy. to help you walk down memory lane. It was super yeah. enjoyable. Please remember to join us for the next one. I've enjoyed your company. I hope you've joined ours. I've been Gears. I have been your big apes and Tara. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Bye. Oh, my God. Goodbye.